What's going on there, Youth Pastors? Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net here with another episode of your favorite youth ministry podcast. Hope that you're doing well. Glad that you're here. If you're brand new to the show, thank you for being a part. Appreciate your attention today. And if you're a regular, as always, welcome in, welcome in. I have saved you a seat. Come on in, relax, enjoy, sit down for a little while. May I grab you a beverage, possibly a cappuccino. That's right. It's full service here at the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast. Happy fall, everybody. Hope everybody's in the mood, in the groove. You're enjoying going out to football games like I did the other night and going to another football game tonight. So I'm excited about all these things. Today, I have a great episode for you talking about the God distortion field and how we sell our ideas to our bosses, to our board, to our committees, uh, whoever it is that you have to ask permission to do things for. And I believe there's right ways and wrong ways. I want to help you be able to do that today so that you, when you pitch your next idea for what it is you want to do, your plans and whatnot, uh, that you're going to do it right. You're going to do it well. You're going to do it with some integrity and you're going to do it theologically correct as well. Before we get into the episode, though, I want to let you know about a brand new series that I have on discipleship called The Process, and it's a four-part series, and I use the theme of blacksmithing as a way to explain these elements that God uses in making us stronger followers of Jesus. Each lesson focuses on one of these elements. Uh, One is fire, which talks about the trials and tribulations we go through and how they form and shape us. Lesson two is about the hammer, which is God's word and how God uses his word to shape us and make us. Lesson three is about the water and it's about baptism. It's about making a public declaration of your faith. And lesson four is about the anvil, which is about patience and the strength and the courage to climb up on that anvil every day and say, Lord, shape me. These are all key elements, I believe, that are part of the growing process, the way that we are shaped and formed, and the way that students need to understand that these pieces and parts of the process are critical to their growth to their faith to growing up becoming lifelong followers of jesus and so if this is of interest to you if you would like uh, lesson one of this series i would love to just give it away to you for free all you have to do is go by and sign up for my newsletter so not only will you get a free lesson but every month you'll get a uh, collection of videos of articles i throw some quotes in there i put in there the youth ministry instagram pick of the week and the youth ministry tweet of the week to give you a little bit more inspiration or maybe just to give you a laugh so yes you can go ahead and get yourself the free lesson the first week and if you don't even want to use it for the whole series you can say look i just want to do a lesson on trials and tribulations and how they're important well then you can just go ahead and use that and reformat it however you want for your group but then you may say well uh, you know what maybe i want to finish this part out so and you may be interested in getting the whole series so completely up to you but lesson one is free and i'll put a link down in the show notes where you can subscribe to the newsletter and get your free lesson all right so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode which is talking about how to present your next big pitch your next big promise your next big idea to those that uh, have the power to approve or disapprove of it and i want to be able to give you some tips just to how to do this with integrity versus just getting what you want because sometimes you know we sometimes just want what we want and we we say things to people to get them and uh, that's not entirely the best way to do it or the best reason for doing it 
But listen, I've made some big promises in my day. And although I never said the words, I promise, which I don't recommend anybody do, I promise this will work. I will promise. I have definitely said it'll work. I've also invoked God's name to show how much I believed my idea, program, event, etc., would work. And that was a bad idea. So listen, if you have to invoke God's name to sell an idea, in other words, you're, you're predicting what God will do, uh, there's something wrong with your idea. I, I heard an entrepreneur marketer, Seth Godin, talk about the reality distortion field. And the reality distortion field is a term Bud Triple from Apple used to describe the charisma of Steve Jobs and how he used the charisma to distort people's reality about his idea. This is how he got people to buy into what he was selling. And so when a youth worker goes in and says, hey, I have this great idea, uh, sometimes we use all of our charisma or our best selling voice or whatever it may be to sell an idea that may or may not be a great idea. And it's especially not a great idea when you have to use God's name or God's character to sell the idea. In other words, you use terms like God will bless it, God will grow it, God will change it, God will, dot, dot, dot. Let's face it, you and I have no idea what God will do. Big promises like Steve Jobs had, the iPhone will revolutionize the world, you know, required a reality distortion field. You have to be presumptuous to get funding or to get the okay or get people to work harder. And Steve Jobs definitely did that. His hunch paid off. And yes, the iPhone did in fact change everything. The thing about it is when we're pitching an idea, we're not pitching the iPhone. We're not pitching the next great revolutionary idea of our youth ministry or something that's going to change the whole church, let alone the whole world. So let me encourage you to make boring promises. Yes, boring promises, right? A boring promise sounds like this. I promise that I will give 150%. I promise I'll experiment more and find out more solutions. I promise I'll show up and do the work. I promise I'll be accountable for my results. The thing is that you know what you can do, what you can accomplish, but you have no idea what God will do. But it's not because God can't do big things. In fact, God says, I'll blow your mind if you trust me. Because scripture says in Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. I'm not saying you can't make big promises. In fact, I did a whole episode on the three big promises your youth ministry needs to make, and I'll put a link to that episode down below. This is in no way contradictory. If you make a big promise, make it based on the work and skill you will put into it, not on any insider knowledge of what God will do. Focus on what you can do and leave the results to God, and God will always exceed your expectations. If you have to use God to distort somebody's reality about your ideas, it's probably a bad idea. And that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that it inspired you that the next time you go in to do a pitch, once again, it's not a life-changing, world-rocking idea. You're trying to do youth ministry. You're trying to do the best you can. Put all the chips on you. 
put the bets on you, on what you can do, because you know what you can do. You don't know what God will do, but you know that God will exceed your expectations. So be sure to use that pitch time that you have with your leaders wisely. And if you enjoyed this episode, why not go ahead and give it a couple of stars, like, I don't know, four, four would be good. Four stars would be great. And then maybe a comment and saying, hey, this is great. And you can leave a comment about why you think it's so great. And then those other youth workers searching for a podcast like this, you will have helped them make a great decision. And speaking of great decisions, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And that way you will automatically get this information in your email. And then you can listen and take notes and share it with your leaders and all that kind of good stuff. If you're a regular around here, you know what I'm going to say next. If you're brand new, I hope this rocks your world. But listen, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, I believe you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. Thanks for listening today. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.